0: at DispatchHealth.com.
1: Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home.
0: House calls are back, and they're better than ever. Learn more at (laughs) DispatchHealth.com.
2: Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. This is Reverend Ray. Just want to make sure that we uh, broadcast it correctly. Just give me a few minutes. But I'm excited to be with you today. God is so grateful and and so amazing. He's um, our own time God. Here it is. We're already in the month of May. Amen. And uh, just uh, celebrated a birthday. I'm so glad to be here. And so glad to to be turning the age that I'm turning. <laughs> Amen. You know, many of us go through many challenges and changes in life and we have to just be grateful to almighty God for when he brings us to God is faithful. Amen. He's just faithful. There's none like him in all the earth, man. I'm still waiting for this uh, audio to kick back in. So just bear with me for a second. Amen. It should be kicking back in in a few minutes. Amen. And I just want to make sure everything is working according to plan. Amen. Yeah. I just want to make sure everything is working according to plan. Amen. Let me just do a couple of things here. It's just it's loading. But, um, I mean, I just want to give it on to God. God is faithful, man. Let me let's do a couple things here. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Right. It's just it's loading. Yeah. But, uh, Amen. Bless God. Amen. So, let's go ahead and get started. uh. Thank you for joining me today on this um Sunday. Amen. I think if I'm not mistaken, this the maybe the third yeah, the third Sunday of the month of May, man. God is faithful again. Amen. I do a, I got a couple of quick announcements for you. Wanna let you know the Histledown and Grace of Minister Vanessa Williams is every Tuesday at seven PM. Amen. uh, uh let's see what declaring the finish with Pastor Pat Randall is every Thursday at twelve noon. Uh Friday Night Joy is the first to second. And the fourth friday at 7 p.m the bread of life is the first and the third sunday at 7 p.m challenge to change with pastor paul morgan is every wednesday at 7 p.m our monthly broadcast uh follow as follows lifetime with apostle shirley jones is every first monday at 7 p.m the bold and beautiful reverend, reverend reed reverend curtis austin minister jordana Cunningham is every second Saturday at 10 a.m., adoration with evangelist Lewis McEwan. Amen. It's every third Monday of the month at 7 p.m. Marriage takeover with one with Pastor Eric and Pastor Tamika Thompson. It's every fourth Sunday at 7 p.m. p.m. Hour three. Real life, real men, real talk with myself, Ray, Antonio, Tyrone, Cleophas, and Elston. It. Brother Alton, it's every second Sunday at seven PM. midday glory prayer with Reverend Gwen Dixon. Amen. It's every uh Wednesday at one PM. Amen. We thank thank God for midday glory prayer. Amen. Uh, the free conference number is uh seven one two seven seven zero five five zero five. Fast S code is seven three two four nine nine. That's every Every Wednesday, it won't be. That's the awesome prayer woman, Reverend Wendix, and we thank God for her. Amen. Just give me a few minutes. I just want to make sure I get all the announcements done. Amen. Okay. Uh, Don't forget about Madison the Heart of Singer's ministry. Amen. It's It's coming up on the third Friday. We have a great group with us besides myself and Pastor Maggie, uh, got Sister Hope, uh, um, Sister Renee with us and everything and Brother Robert and uh, a few others. And then hopefully will join us. So that's awesome. We do have a broadcast called the Spiritual Nuggets of Truth. Amen is one of our new broadcasts and i thank god for uh spiritual nuggets Nug- of truth with reverend a minister common a booker amen um she's with us every she's with us every second and fourth monday at 8 p.m amen so those are our announcements of broadcast that's coming in don't forget to check us out on facebook uh, messenger facebook um um instagram twitter uh um heart uh, Sp- spotify that's the name just the name of people we are all on the on all of those different platforms we do broadcasts uh, have a listener base in over 130 different countries. Amen. We're grateful to God for that. That we have listeners as far away from um different parts of Africa, even in Russia. I was surprised to that uh, to hear that. Oh, China and China. Amen. Along with the Philippines, just to name of few. So we're grateful for all the listeners, international listeners that are listening all across the world because of the platform. And we pray that this has been and will be continue to be a blessing unto you. Amen. God bless you. All right. So let's go ahead and open up in prayer. Father God, we just want to come and thank you for today, for truly this is the day that you have made. God, We are grateful for this day, God. We thank you for every a miracle that have taken place. For us, God, every healing that have taken place for us, God, every uh, uh, um, truth that have come come through for us, Lord Jesus, every breakthrough, God, every breaking down of strongholds, God, we thank you in advance, God, for what you've already done and will do. This day, God, we thank you, God, for, for for providing our needs and our desires and even our wants, God. We thank you for the restoration of families, God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for every pastor and every preacher that preach the, the sound doctrine of you, God. We pray that you will bless them in their coming in and in their going out, God. We pray, God for our enemies, and those that despise us, God, that will hate us because of who? That we believe in you or because of the color of our skin. We pray, God, that a great awakening will take place in the world that we live in today. So there's some might that will cry out, what must I do to be saved? We give this broadcast to you, God, for every male and female, God, for every man and woman, God, for every young boy and young girl God are all across the world, no matter what the complexion of the skin, no matter what their background, no matter whether they're rich or they're poor, God, no matter Lord Jesus, they got a lot of education lack of education, God. We pray today, God, that your word would prick the hearts in them. We pray for me, God, as I bring forth the word, God, that I, because God, will submit myself unto the authority of you, Holy Spirit, that you might come and do what is right, God, that you might begin to speak to the to the people, God, using the oracles and the mysteries of the God, we pray, God, for whatever needs to be done in me to be complete in you, God, that you would do, God. For I truly want to uh, represent you. I truly want to love on you, like, and I want to love on the people like you love us, Jesus. I truly want to be a teacher of the gospel, God. But I want, don't want more. What well, I want more than anything that my living may not be in vain. I want my living to be a living a pistol to be read among men, that they not might not see me, but they will see you, Jesus. And I thank you in advance for this. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and, and amen. Amen. And again, I want to just thank you for joining me. Uh, uh, for those, for the Bread of Life uh, broadcast, amen. We are uh, broadcast, this a live, this is a live broadcast, amen. And I'm grateful uh, to be here, amen. Um, I know that... Uh, I don't do as many live broadcasts as I used to but uh, but uh, but I'm I've decided to do one today. Uh sometimes I feel uh um I get distracted and uh, so pray for me for my distraction. Sometimes um I'm not sure, always sure whether the uh, the word is getting out you know, as far as what the people need on my end, not on the other part of broadcaster. They're doing a great job as me. So y'all pray for me, man. I'm, I'm being transparent and everything like that. I've never in my life saw myself doing something like this ever before. This broadcast that has been going on for nine years, and I thank God for every single last one of those nine years. And it has grown, you know. It started very small, and then all of a sudden it just blew up and everything. And I've had to learn. Uh, on the way this is this is on the job training uh for me that have taken place i didn't know anything about how to do this when I first got started. You know, I know a little bit more, but I still don't know everything so pray uh, not only for me but pray for every single one of the hosts and pray also uh for the broadcasters to to continue to grow not so that we can get famous or rich but so that the Word of God may be preached through all the earth. That's the prayer. That's the whole purpose of us doing this. So that the word of God may be, um, be able to be preached uh, through us, that he would use us as vessel and everything. And, um, and, and a real short note, if we can get into the word, I want you to know that uh, this the broadcast cost costs funds. God has always provided. But if it the Lord lays it on your heart to donate or give a seed into this ministry. You can do so if you go to com and click on the donate, donate Now button, okay, on top of the page. So you can give, okay? I, I, I'm not one to really get into asking people to give, but if you have a desire and God lays on your heart, then give, okay? Uh, we're trying to... Um, it'll push the, the broadcast even further along, or increase um, the listener base and everything. And again, not to, to be rich, nobody's going out to buy a an jet, right? and, and, and nothing to get. But we're not going to spend the money to use it. But we want to be able to do a couple of things. We want to be able to reach out to more people through the broadcast. But we also want to be able to help those out. Okay, we don't want to. We want to give them fish, but we want to teach them how to fish. We want also to be able to give and stuff like that, the different nations. I've gotten several messages from different countries that are needing help and everything. And and the thing is that we have to be very careful about our giving and everything like, because some things are just not right, you know, and everything, but we want to be able to help those, not just in the United States, but all across, the world and everything and it's so seasoned to different ministries and everything like that uh i I would rather we do more of that than anything else and go visit some of those countries whether in africa or i want to say china china or whatever and stuff like that and assist in ministry with them that's what the goal of, of what we're doing is to be a blessing to all nations to all uh, uh, there's only one race, but all different colors of people and you know, stuff like that, and to show them the true mercy and the grace of God. That's that's why we're doing what we're doing and there's nobody the people that i thank god for each and every host that's with me i consider them co-laborers i don't consider them to be i'm not, they're not i'm not above them or, or underneath them we're co-laborers and um they, they was chosen not by me by, but by god amen so i'm grateful for all the teaching and everything that they do amen amen so today i wanted us to talk about uh, God Remembers, and I, I came across this uh, particular scripture that actually Reverend Robin White sometimes um, broadcast. She's coming back, by the way, uh, um, on Friday Night Joy and everything, and she sent me this um, a text message. She talked to me about it first and everything, and she broke it down, and we didn't really have a lot of time to get into it and everything, and I got a chance to read the, uh, the, the verse, and, and actually it's coming out of Psalms 106, Verses uh, at least verse forty-five and everything, and it says this: It says he remembered for them his covenant and repented according to the multitude of his mercies. He talks about God and said, "God remembered for them his covenant and repented according to the multitude of his mercies." He remembered. You know, and when she began to speak that to me at that, because this was about a couple, three weeks ago, she began to speak to me, to me and we dialogue a little bit, but I began to think, I mean, no matter what we were talking about, we were talking about my mom, actually. And my mom is one that is, is going through, uh, um, it's called Alzheimer's all and everything, but I'm probably saying it wrong. But um, she's going through dementia right now, so she's not remembering. Uh, a lot of things that she used to remember, and she's beginning to even forget, for an instant, our name, who we are. So she's at that place and everything like that. Um, but um, when I was talking to Robin, I was told Robin, because I felt heartbroken, because I had an experience with my mom. My mom came and stayed with me for a little bit, and I sort I of so had an experience with her that left me a little shaken up and everything. But I remember my mom saying to me, she said, I remember this, but I remember that I'm saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost, and I remember that I'm, I'm that I'm, I remember I remember who Jesus was, and that's important, really important to me. I remember that I'm saved, and she shouted out a little quick Hallelujah. <laughs> so. And I said, That's yes, right, like Mom. And I also told my mom that the thing about no matter whether you don't remember, I remember. And I remember, I'll help you to remember. So when Robin called me, uh, either the, the, the next day or whatever, this is what she brought up the scripture that she had been meditating on. And, she, and it says that, and he remembered for them his covenant and repented according to the multitudes of his mercies. Especially he repented according to the multitude of his mercies. It's there like God to know that no matter what we do, no matter what happens in our life, when we forget, God remembers, you know? When we go sidetrack side, side or go in the opposite direction that we should go, and we go through challenges in life, God still remembers us because his His martyrs are the multitudes of mercies that he has towards us. And this week, when I read, beginning to get the scripture, it really blessed my heart and everything. It did, because it began to remind me um, about the love of God, you know, they begin to remind us, all the scriptures are the talking about, that we should remember God and everything like that. We should remember what God does. But in this case, God remembers us. And I'm what I want to do, if you don't mind, just bear with me. I don't sure how long we're going to be with this and whether this going to be another series or whatever. But I want to read the whole uh, part of Psalms 106. Verses 42, so you can get an idea about what it is that I'm talking about, where I'm coming from, okay? And it says in 42, it says, and their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into su- subjection under their hand. In other words, talking about how they were, the internet as people of God was being oppressed, and they were brought into subjection, meaning a form of slavery. In other words, they, was, they were brought unto rule, okay? In verse 42, and many times that he delivered them but they provoked him with their counsel and were brought low for their iniquity. And so every time they, um, they provoke God or every time they turn away from God, they, they provoke God, okay? And they, they, they will provoke them with their counsel. In other words, they counseled among them, themselves. Instead of going and seeking the counsel of God, they sought the counsel among the times. So, so many times did he deliver them, but they for every time God delivered them, if you look and you go back to the children of Israel, they go through one thing, God will bring them out. They go through nothing, God will bring forth a judge. They go through something, God will bring forth a prophet, whatever the God always brought them out. So it was a back and forth relationship. They would worship God for a little bit, and they would be okay, as long as the judge or the what do you call it, or the the the, uh, the prophet was around. And then as soon as that person leave off the scene, or their their, their relatives and everything, now they go back to worshiping other God. So many times that He delivered them, but they provoked Him with their counsel, and were brought low for their iniquity. Verse 44, He said, Nevertheless. He said, Nevertheless. He regarded their affliction, and he heard their cry, nevertheless. And that's where the mercy is coming to play, y'all. Nevertheless, no matter how many times that we fall down, we know that we can get back up again. We know because the mercy is God, the grace and the mercies of God, that we can live, that we can be redeemed. Nevertheless, he regarded their affliction. And when he heard their cry, he said, when he heard their cry, the people when they went through storms of life when they went through challenges or, and when they traveled and tribulations, they began to cry unto the Lord their God. They begin to cry unto the Lord their God. They begin to, to begin to repent and everything. They begin to repent and recognize their errors or their ways, whether it was their children, do they recognize this? And sometimes we need to sometimes we need to examine our own self and see where our relationship with God is. And we'll find out that once we begin to examine that we're not as holy as we thought that we were we were we're not in a right relationship with God because we may be walking in um um unforgiveness or we may be walking in uh um, um um, perpetual sin, and, and something in cases uh, may not know they'll be doing it. We may have a thought process, may not be um, the way to feel. But 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 here it says that never get, never let you regard in when you hear their cry, now we have. They didn't have Jesus Christ. We we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit now. Okay, we, have the, we are under grace and mercy and everything like that. And what the Holy Spirit do, should do for us is bring forth conviction if we do or we say anything that's contrary to what God would have us to say. That's what it should do and everything. Uh, and I believe that that's the way it should work with us and everything. Because even in the Holy Spirit, when it convicts, it's a, it is going to cause death or pain, but it brings chastisement upon us that we might repent of the error of our ways, you know. And there's a scripture in the New Testament talks about that we should keep doing the same thing over and over again because we what we do is that we take the death of Christ and what was done and we make a, somewhat of a mockery of it. So what was the purpose of Christ? That, you know. He died for the sins of us, but we keep doing something, then, then we're setting ourselves up for judgment. But even if judgment still comes, there's a nevertheless. You know, the scripture says that he's married to the backslider. He's married to the backslider. Even though the person that backslider, there is a nevertheless. There's a nevertheless that he will regard, regard their affliction. Okay, when he heard the cry, there's a nevertheless that Jesus will have open arms to the backside. He will have open arms to those that have fallen down. He have open arms to those committed um, great sin. He will have open arms. Why? Because it's not God's will for any man to perish. It's not God's will for any man or woman to perish. He wants us to live. You know, he wants us to look and live, you know. He wants us to have that abundant life, amen? And then verse 45, we got some other scriptures we're going to read today, too. It says, and he remembered for them his covenant. These are people that he had made a covenant with, a people that he had made a promise with, people that he had, uh, <laughs> had broke bread with, people that there was a connection with. This is not just any old body, but this are people that he had connected with. He remembered his of people that he had promised their fathers' father that they uh here. They have he had promised Abraham that his seed would be blessed. That it should be like the sands of the uh, like the, the 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 sands on the ocean beach. You know, it'd be that multiple different types of people all across the, uh, all across the world. And so, he, and he remembered for them his coming and repented according to the multitude of his mercies. It says he repented according to the multitude of his mercies. You know, his mercies that covers all things, man. You know, the scripture said that his, I I don't want to read it, but we'll get there in a little bit. It says, cover all things. Verse 46, and he made them also to be pitted of all those that carried them to captives. He made them also to be pitted of all of those that carried them into captives. You know, it says, Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto thy holy name, to triumph in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting. Let all the people say amen. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. That, 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 that part of the scripture is just 47. we we'll pray to the, the Lord. Bless. they begin to bless God. They begin to remember. God first Remember, but then they begin to remember. They begin to remember who it is that they serve. We should remember who who it is that we serve, that God is awesome. I, last week, we talked about the attributes of God and how God is Jehovah, Nisi, and John. We begin to remember who God is. And we begin to remember. We need to remember. There's a couple of scriptures I want to read before I go on to Genesis chapter 6, verses 1 through 6. And that is coming, actually. Let me see if I can go to it real quick. Amen. I actually, uh, this is coming out of Luke chapter 23, verses 39. And this is us remembering, okay? And, uh, well, this is where whether God, well, Christ here in this case is remembering. And this is when Jesus was on the cross and they hung him and they on the cross and everything. They had been uh, beaten and everything and whipped and everything. And they hung him on the cross and they put, uh, uh verse 38, they, they put a subscription uh Written over in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew, it said, this is the King of the Jews. And verse, um, verses, uh, chapter 20, Luke twenty-three, verses thirty-nine says, "And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him. He railed on him, saying, if thou be the Christ, save thyself and us.'" He began to rail on Jesus. Really means that look, I'm beginning to talk about it. He near death himself, and he's talking about talking in trash basically talking trash about Christ. Luke 23, verse but the other answer, answer rebuked him, saying, does not thou feel God, saying that thou art in the same, that's my point, saying that, that thou art in the same condition, he rebuked him. In other words, he's like, shut up. Don't you, do you, you do you not fear God seeing that you're in the same situation, seeing that you not when you're not gonna live this day? He said, Shut up. Rebuke me to tell them to hush up. In other words, what they say back in the old days. Hush up, be quiet. You don't know what you're talking about. He said, The other answer rebuked them, saying, Dost not thou fear God, seeing that thou art in the same condemnation? And and for the ones that we, and we indeed justly. But we receive the due rewards of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss. In other words, this man has done nothing wrong. We listen, we receiving what we 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 owe. We did the deeds, now we're paying the price. You do the crime, you do the time. We're receiving. Just we did it. You know? We did it. If you were a thief, you sold. You know, if you was a liar, you you lied. we receive our just justly. you know if you was a fornicate, I'm just using the example. you fornicated, you did the deed, you did the action. if he was a murderer, you murdered somebody, you murdered some somebody. you did this thing. And he is at again against we indeed justly for we, we received the due reward of our deeds, but this man had done nothing. And 42 is the rest of what we're coming up to. It says, and he said unto Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. He said, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thee. He was in a place of humility because he knew that he deserved death and everything and all, and all that. But he looked to Jesus even on the cross even hanging from the cross, he looked to Jesus. He said, Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, verse 43, Verily I say unto thee, to this today shall thou be with me in paradise. He said, today, you uh, thou shalt be with me in paradise. So he remembered the man. He didn't forget. He told him, said, this day you will be with me. This day. So God Christ remembered him, even on the cross, even near death. Christ remembered him. If Christ remembers somebody on, de- on death that's about to die and probably have only seconds or hours to live or minutes to live, surely he will remember us too. He remember. If there's somebody laying in the hospital that you know and everything, and you know, God will remember them too. This is a chance, I was talking to someone earlier this week about how a person could be on their last breath and receive Jesus Christ as the Lord before they leave out of this this world. I truly believe that. I truly, because all it is is, is, is confession with the mouth and believing in the heart that Jesus, with the, the, the heart, that Jesus Christ is, is our Lord and Savior. You know, I believe that. You know, but here's an example of somebody doing that, you know, this day, not tomorrow, you know, <laughs> but this day, the day that you are set forth to die, this day you shall be able to be in paradise, this day, this day. Let me read another one, and this is actually coming out of Genesis chapter 8, verses 1 through 6, and it says, and God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. Amen. And God made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters. Asaj, Asrod, the the fountains also of the deep and the windows of heaven were stopped, and the rain from heaven restrained, and the waters returned from off the earth continually. And after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the water was abated, and that's where the waters went away. Okay, the flood has ceased. And the Ark rested in, in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, upon the mountains of Ararat our attack okay and the water's deceased continuing into the 10th month and the 10th month on the first day of the month where, where the tops of the mountain sea and it came to pass at the end of forty days that noah opened the window of the ark which he had made is that where i was trying to go okay let me give me a, a few minutes here Amen. Praise God. Let me check out something. I'm not sure that's what I was trying to go. Amen. Because there was another scripture that I was looking at. Amen. Amen. All right. Let me do this real quick, y'all. Give me a second. I just want to turn to that scripture I just read. Read. Because there's something I know that I have another part of Genesis. I just want to check something real quick. Amen. Oh, I did it. Okay, I said it in the beginning. Okay, I thought about some more to that. But in part one, it says God remember Noah. God remember Noah. God remember who Noah was, where Noah was going on Noah, and everything. He began to descend the water. God remember Noah. Amen. That's what I wanted to go. Else I like I said, I highlight that in my notes. But God remember Noah. Amen. And uh, in Genesis 19, 29 and 30 it says, It came to pass when God destroyed the cities of the plain that God remembered Abraham and sent Lot out of the midst of the of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot dwelt, And Lot went up out of Zoah and dwelt in the mountain and his two daughters with him. For he feared to dwell in Zoah. And he dwelt in a cave, he and his two daughters. See, God, remember Abraham. After Solomon and, and Gomorrah was destroyed, God, remember Abraham and Lot. God, remember us. you There's a point that I want to say. And, and um, In Genesis chapter 30, verses 1, it says that when Rachel saw that she bade Jacob no children, Rachel envied his sister and said unto Jacob, give me children or else I die okay, So give me children else I die, and of course Ab- J- J- um, uh, Jacob was upset with like that was what he said on prayer, like I'm not God and everything, but Leah continue to have children after children after children, Lord, we continue to be blessed and everything you know, and Rachel was, didn't have kids and in, in fact, Rachel didn't have kids, in, in verse 22 of, of Genesis 30 it says that And God remembered Rachel and God hearkened to her and opened her womb and she conceived and bare a son and and said, God hath taken away my reproach and she called his name Joseph and said the Lord should add to me another son. And which God did. God added another son. Said God remembered remember Rachel. God remember us. Whatever you're facing, whatever disappointment that you may be going through, no, no, no matter what the enemy says, people come, God will remember you. God will remember you. He remembers us, y'all. And especially with you, you with you being been born again as believers, he'll definitely remember us. You know the to talk about before the foundation of the of the of the world, God knew who we were. While we was yet in us, our mother's new name, womb, He knew our name. You know, I often pray, praying, you hear me pray, that God knows our ups, our downs, our tears, our frowns. He knew our good days. He knew our bad days. He knew the days that we were sad, the days that we were glad. He knew everything about it. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's I'm never He's omnipotent. He's all, all. He knows everything. He knows everything there is to know about us. You know, he knows us. You know, he knows what we're capable of. He knows whether you and I will receive him. He knows that we will ask for forgiveness. He knows that. He knows that. You know, I was talking to someone last night, and we're talking about that, that what God does. But he gives us free will to choose. There's a scripture that I think of when Joshua talking to telling the truth. He gave them two mountains. To pray. He said, choose this day, you know, who you will serve. But for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He knows who we are. He knows who we are. So that's a choice that we make, you know, that we need to remember who we are in Christ and stuff. But more than that, God remembers us. He's not a forgetful God. He remembers our place. He remembers that we we're going through a storm on life. He remembers that we uh, are going through trials and tribulation. He remembers even when we turn in the opposite direction and go after other things. Rather than, he remembers us. Even in the midst we make that kind of mistake or that kind of decision or that kind of choice, yes, dear God remembers us with mercies. to bring us back in his desires, to bring us back into right relationship with him to bring us back into right relationship with him. Okay, Psal- Psalms 9 and 8, verses 1 through 9, it says, O oh, sing unto the Lord a new song, for he hath done marvelous things, his right hand and his- and his holy arm has gotten him the victory. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness, and hath he opened his shield in the sight of the heathen. He has remembered his mercy, and is true towards the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. He has remembered his righteousness. He has he has made known his salvation. His righteousness hath he opened his shield into the sight of heathen heathen. He hath remembered his mercy and his truth towards the house of Israel. He remember who you are. You know, and and, uh, I think Paul was talking about that we we have become Jews now. We were not born a Jew and everything but we were considered to be Gentiles, but we have been grafted into the the promises of Abraham. Therefore, we are Jews now. You know, and that 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 doesn't make us better than the Jews, but we've been grafted. To be a Jew, so he remember Israel, he remember us, and what the promises that the covenant that he um said to the, the, the church in israel or the, the the Jews that was born that way and stuff that still holds true, okay it still holds true, okay, but we have been grafted in there in, the, in with them and stuff like that, so we are Jews. He said he remembered his mercy and the truth to the house of Israel and, and, and the, make a joyful. Let me read that again. He said he has remembered his mercy and is true toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Of our God. I don't know about you, but all the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of, of our God. Cause he remembered. You know, as 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 as, as messed up as many us are. God still remembered. He gives his mercy and his grace, and he brings forth deliverance. He brings forth, forth restoration. He brings bring forth healing that's in our life. He tear down strongholds that are preventing it us to, to move forward in, in us, he he makes the water that are still again, and he make it become flowing again and everything. He makes it take place for our benefits. He causes those things that are not as though they were. He makes those things to come into existence, that even though they're not, and even though we might not be able to see it, if we can only truly hold on to the grace and the mercy of our almighty God, okay? It said, says, verse five says, Sing unto the Lord with a harp, and with the harp in the voice of a song, and with trumpets and sounds of a cornet, and make a joyful noise unto, unto the Lord, the King. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof of the world, the world, and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together before the Lord. For he cometh to judge the earth with righteousness He judged the world and the people with iniquity. He comes. Amen. He comes to judge or something. You know, he's let the sea, let the sea and the fullness of the world and they that dwelling in. Let the flood clap, y'all. Yeah. Even the earth will worship God. Even the earth will worship God. The, the, even the earth, God remembers. You know, he remembers everything that he recreated and stuff. Like but we were special. We were created in his image. So you know he's going to remember us. We have the breath. Of life that comes from Him inside us. Like, why would He not remember us? But it's, when I say remember at this point right now, I'm not talking about because you're saved, him, but I'm talking about all of us. But the Bible says that when Jesus died for the sins, of, Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. He didn't leave anybody out. But we all have a right to choose. You know, that who they them that believe in Him shall not perish, but have what everlasting life. Have everlasting life. Choosing this day. But God still remembers. God doesn't take away his remembering of you because you choose unwise. He doesn't do that but he gives us a way to escape. He continues to give us grace and mercy and people saying the same thing to you and to me and stuff like that. Repent, repent, and giving you scriptures and loving on you the way Christ, loving on the church, loving on you, showing you a more excellent and more speedy in way and stuff like that. You don't have to go through this alone. You don't have to be by yourself. You don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be on suicide. Watch, but try God. God is remembering. I'm talking about those that don't know him, try God and those who remember him, try God God has not forgotten you he has not not forgotten you he remembers us i want to make sure let me just read a couple more amen let me go through a terminal, amen I'm almost there, alright this is coming on actually this is the last one, I'm almost done y'all Amen, amen. This is coming on Exodus chapter two, verses twenty-three and twenty-five. And it came to to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed by reason of their bondage, and they cried, and their cry came unto God by the reason of their bondage. In other words, they was under new king. The king of Egypt had died, and um, now they were been put to do. Become they had became. um, slaves and there were taxmas massacres that was upon them that was adding more injury to them and stuff like that and God heard their groan their groaning verse twenty four said God heard their groaning, and God remembered his covenant with Abraham and Isaac and with Jacob, and God looked upon the children of Israel, and God had respect other- to them mental way He began to show them favor and this is just before Moses he commanded Moses to go and um Tell Pharaoh to let my people go, but Moses, you remember y'all? He had to go through some change. Moses was a, was a kid, and um, they was found. He was found on the, the Sea of the Nile and everything like that because the Pharaoh had went around um, and wanted to kill that, that the, the Egyptian king at that time wanted to kill anyone under two years old. So he escaped um, death <coughs> only. By being uh, going into the castle, and the king's daughter um, took care of her with the help of his sister and his mother. You know, so that, as the story goes, so there's a whole thing that's going on here. God remember all of that. God remember Moses. You know, all of that because he knew that there was a purpose in the plan that Moses had. And Moses, we had to reach a certain age before he began to really do the very things, the God things of God. But he learned on the way. He had to escape and go into another land because he had married an Egyptian, and that was a big no-no at that time, and everything. You know, he had stopped the 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 um, um, the district from beating on somebody. So. They was afraid that they he was afraid that they would kill him because he killed the Egyptian. So here he here is now God remembered the children of Israel and He set forth and in, and in, in placed a plan for Moses to come forth and to bring the children of Israel out of bondage. He set forth a plan, y'all. You know? God is still doing that today in our life. There's a plan in motion and everything for us. There's a plan in motion to bring us out of situations that we are guiding ourselves in. There's a plan in motion to bring us out of trials and tribulations. And that plan is Jesus Christ. That plan has already been in place. You know, it's already been ordained and already been orchestrated. And all that we are required to do is to believe and have faith in him and to trust God to believe in him, faith in him, that he would never leave us or nor forsake us. You know, to believe in and have faith in Jesus Christ. The plan is already active, you know. You know it, may, it, it may tarry, you know, because the vision is already written, but if the vision may tarry, but wait, the scripture says, wait on it. Don't the vision tarry, wait and on it. It will come to pass. Don't give up. Don't be weary and well, but stay the course. You know, stay the course. Stay the course and know that that God is with you always, that he is with you every step of the way, that you are not alone, that you are not alone. Stay the course. I say that, I have to say that to remind myself of who I am in Jesus Christ. You have to remind yourself of who we are because of the, the mercies and the grace of our almighty God. We have to remind ourselves and stay focused on the things of God. Yes, we're going to get discouraged, but even with discouraged, we can't stay there. Yes, we're going to be real. Yes, there's going to be days where we feel down or depressed. There are going to be days. That's real-life things that are taking place in this flesh, but we can't stay there. We cannot afford to stay there because there's more at risk. It's not just us, you know? But there's people that need to hear your testimony, that need to hear the word that God has given you to speak life and not death. You know, there's more at stake. There's a word waiting for you to preach the gospel, or to write that book, or to sing that song. There's a world that's waiting just for you. It's a word that's waiting for you to open up, to go ahead and open up that church, or open up that business, which has a, uh with things, scriptures all around up. Do it. There's a world waiting, a world waiting for you. The world ain't going to like what you're doing because the world loves its own and everything. But you're doing it for the glory of God. You're doing it, you know, in ministry because it's been gifted unto you. It's been appointed unto you to do it. There's There's a ministry that's needed for the women. There's a ministry that's needed for the men. There's a ministry that's needed, especially in this day and time, for the youth, for the young people. There's a ministry that's needed for those that even that's gay or lesbian or all the other different names that they go for. a ministry that's needed. And it's not a ministry of hate. It's not a ministry of judgment, but it's a ministry of bringing them to the right relationship with Christ. It's a ministry of giving them what the scripture says. That's what it is. It's a ministry of those things. It's a ministry that's needed for those that hate the color of your skin. They need to be ministered to. They don't know no better. They don't know the fact that if you you cut them or that you cut they cut you, that we all bleed the same blood color, which is red. They don't understand that, but they need to be ministered to. They need to be taught about the love of Christ. The scriptures that talk about how God so loved the world. It talk about how we should love one another, especially if you say you're a believer but you don't want to be around me because of the color of my skin. You know? Especially how can America or any country be great when I hate my brothers and my sisters? That's all I said more. That's totally against what everything that God is saying. How can that be the case? How can it be America or uh, any country be great when I sit there and belittle a whole race or group of people because of the color of their skin? There's no God in that. I'm going to get in trouble, but there's no God in that, in that you know? How can uh, uh, we, we be so great in everything that we deny the power of the anointing in other people's life that's going on and they don't see it because of the color of their skin? And that goes across both lines, all lines. How can I look at you with disdain and stuff like that, whether you're white or black or any other color and stuff like that, because you don't sound the way I sound and stuff, or you don't preach the way that I preach? How can I do that and call that love? There's no love in that. You know, if, I, if there's error that's in our ways and in our life, then correction is needed. Correction is not a bad thing. Correction will save your life. You know, but if you're coming against me because of the color of my skin, then that's a whole new thing. But God remembers who we are. He remembers us in the midst of all that chaos. The enemy is doing what he's supposed to do. He's creating chaos through all the world. But yet still God remembers us, even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of hate, you know, even in the midst of death, man. Wars and rumors of war, even in the midst of people killing each other, you know, because they don't believe the same way that we do, or they worship another god, and all this stuff. You know, all are we doing the same thing because they're different. Christians is doing the same thing. It's not just cut out for the Muslims or the other different religions are doing crazy. Some Christians are doing the same thing. They said they didn't believe in God, but yet they're willing go out there and, and blow somebody's um, brain off and. Out and everything like that because they're not the same color. What kind of foolishness is that? That's a spirit that needs to be put under subjection. That's a spirit that needs to be rebuked. Any kind of spirit that brings forth hate is not of God. I don't care how demanding you may be. I don't care how you get to the point where you're, you're, you're arrogant and, and you're self-assured that, yeah, this need to be this way or whatever, anything opposite of love is hate. If it's opposite of of love is hate, you see. Be, listen, I'm not again. I'm not trying to be a political, but I'm trying to be correct here. If you begin to think about people that's coming from different countries trying to come to the United States, and you're denying them food and water and stuff like that, or you're denying them the right to live or whatever, you got to seek God about that. You think God is pleased with that? You think, God, if you deny someone the right right to live and have health care and and to look at things, you have to answer for God for that. If you deny someone the right to be able to provide for their family or to get education, you have to answer for God for that. I don't care what color you are. You're going to have to answer for God for that today. You're going to have to answer for God for that today. You know, because the world is going to be a world, especially, I'm talking to the Christians, especially as we are, as Christians and everything, we can't look at the world and, and, and try to change the world. All we can do is stuff like that, is make sure the we right with relationship and spread the gospel of Jesus Christ and let the gospel of Jesus Christ change those that need it. We can't change anybody. You know, we can't change, you know. All we can do is preach the gospel in season and out of season. In other words, when it's favorable to preach, when it's not favorable to preach. You know, when they're throwing thones at you or when they're they, they not throwing stones throw, throw throw at you, when they talk about you, our task is to preach the gospel. Is to go into the world and, and, and the highways and preach and teach the gospel. It's to preach and teach the gospel. We can't get caught in all the other stuff. The political scene, well, I mean, uh, whether it's Democrat or Republican or Independent, we can't get caught up on that. That's the things of the world. What we need to do is focus our attention on the things of God. It's focus our attention on the on the things of God, you know? And remember that He remembers all of us. You don't think God will remember someone that had a lifestyle that was unpleasing? You don't think He will remember that person and bring them right into Him and stuff like that? You think God can save someone and change their whole lifestyle so that he will receive Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior? If God can do that to someone that committed adultery or someone that had a spirit of stealing, why can't he do it to anybody? God remembers us. He remembers us as his children, but he also remembers those that's in the world that have not received them. There's a cry that goes out into the wilderness for all of those to repent. It's not God's will for any man or woman for any man to perish. Where's the love? And where's the love? And I'm done. God bless you. This is Reverend Ray Shannon. And I don't forget about um, um, his abandoned of Christ. Grace and Vanessa Williams on Tuesday. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Tired of long
0: waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you.
1: I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care.
0: At DispatchHealth.com.
1: Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home.
0: House calls are back and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com. Tired of long waits and rushed care at the ER and urgent care clinic? Next time, stay home and let Dispatch Health bring the power of the hospital to you.
1: I call Dispatch Health. A care team of medical professionals actually come to your house. They're the same caliber of people that you would see if you were at a hospital or an urgent care.
0: Dispatch Health can treat most non-life-threatening emergencies.
1: They can do the x-rays, they can do stitches, urinary tract infections, blood tests, urinalysis, ultrasound. It's almost everything that they can do at the ER. You never feel rushed. They're there for you and only you. I felt like their only patient.
0: And it costs no more than a trip to urgent care because Dispatch Health is covered by most insurance including Medicare. See if we serve your home at DispatchHealth.com.
1: Dispatch Health really went above and beyond. It's wonderful to have care come to your home.
0: House calls are back and they're better than ever. Learn more at DispatchHealth.com